I think it was epic. Y'all know what epic is. That's a, that's a nationwide thing. I got a whole little piece of chapter in the book. Epic is, is, you know, is, is everything epic, epic, my chart. All that's all across. Every time you go to the hospital, but you got to get the training. You got to get the training. Um, in Madison, man, I think it was epic. It says 305 million patients and doctors depend on their software. So it might've been epic. I'm not sure. Oh, well, I'll be damned. They got a technical solutions engineer position. I might apply. All right. Internal auditor, IT auditor, server systems engineer. And let me check that out. Network engineer, security engineer. All backgrounds consider, man, please. Let me, let me, man, please. Let me send this to international here. Let me send this to the homie. I'm sending this to the homie right now. He's looking for a cybersecurity engineer position. Is this remote? Oh, relocation to Madison reimbursed. They want the COVID vac. Oh, they want the jab. Damn. Damn, damn, damn. Okay. Well, damn. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They want you to, because they're, yeah, they're healthcare security engineer. Delivering, implementing, and creating technical security and solutions. So they got, this position features three different starting points based upon experience. Junior security engineer, zero to two years. Security engineer, two to five. Senior security now they want you to relocate to madison as well and they want you to have a vac see that's what i'm saying that's going to keep you out of some of those positions if you ain't interested in that that's going to keep you out of the position relocation to madison see they want you out there yeah this is epic located in madison wisconsin a city regularly ranked as one of america's best places to live well i don't know man i mean yeah they said it's ranked as number one fitted city Fastest growing tech, tech hub. See, they used to be California. Uh, they said 95% of the residents live within a 10 minute walk or a park. Largest share of Gen Z hires. Best area for STEM professionals. The number six, best place to live. Um, They said live downtown in a sunny one bed, one bath apartment with a heated underground parking and gym access for a third of the cost of apartments in Frisco or New York. Affordable living combined with low crime and commute times make Madison one of the best cities for renters in, a, in you know, 200 miles of biking and hiking trails. I mean, and that's the capital, y'all. That's the capital of Wisconsin. I was I was there at night. I was there at night, and I like I say, I don't know how it looks at night, but what I will tell you is, you know, it looks, um, it looks like a beautiful city. Uh, I, I'm going to tell you that. So I think, I think it was epic. Let me see. Is this one remote? Damn. See, they want you to, they want you to relocate. Willingness to travel occasional to customer. Yeah. See the bachelor's degree. Yeah. And see, they want you to have that jab. That's the thing, man. That's the thing. They want you to have that jab. So I think I applied there. I think, I think that was epic. 
or could have been another place. Let me see here. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think it might've been epic, but anyway, getting back to the story, you were in Monroe, Wisconsin. So Monroe, Wisconsin is approximately, let's pull up the map. And speaking of, you know, the title, I was going to, you know, man, Google, Google maps, ain't no map. That ain't no real map. We got a whole bunch of talk like that. We have a lot of plebiscite babble going on on the internet. So that was going to be one of the titles that I was going to name tonight, but I might have to name it something else. But you know, Google maps, ain't no map. We got a bunch of Google maps, ain't no map Negroes online talking about a whole bunch of nonsense. But anyway, let's go to Madison. Madison, Wisconsin. All right. And then let's type in Monroe, Wisconsin. Yeah, so it's about it's about a good a good 40 miles away. Monroe's about a good 40 miles from uh from from Mon from Monroe. Madison and Monroe is about a 40 mile drive. So you're driving through not the smallest towns, but you know, and then the campsite was about like another 20 miles away. So I'm driving around, you know, I you know, I, I you know, I didn't want to really go camping or whatever. So I hit a hotel in Monroe because that was a the closest one. You know, that was the closest uh, hotel that I think that was kind of decent. And I think something told me to pick Monroe because that was one of the bigger cities, 10,000 uh, person population around for that town, you know. And I noticed when I went down there, I I'll say I'll say this. The people were they were they were pretty hospitable for the most part. I could tell that when it gets dark, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I could tell that when it gets dark, it may not be a place where niggas just want to be like that. But like I say, I didn't, nobody bothered me. You know what I'm saying? But that's just, that's one incident. Blue lives matter flags everywhere. You go out to some of them farms and it's, American flags everywhere. Now you got to think the American flag means something different to the, to the race soldier, the American flag to me, I look at the freedmen. I think of Harriet Tubman. I think of Crispus addicts who took the first bullet in the revolutionary war. I think of grace Wisher who I believe made the flag from scratch. Okay. That's what I think of the flag. I think of all the foundational black Americans that bled for this land. So freeing ungrateful illegal aliens could benefit. Yeah. You got a bunch of illegals up there in New York complaining about the conditions. You didn't got here. You didn't left your war torn country and you're fleeing and complaining. Shout out to them. You're very welcome. The former slaves uh, give you a, you're very welcome. You're very welcome. You should be very appreciative of the unearned benefits that you gained when you came to this country and fled from your homeland. You should be very appreciative anyway. Um, 
that's who I think of when I think of that flag. But what when they look at the flag, they look at it from the Star Spangled Banner. They look at it from the dude, the dude that created the Star Spangled Banner, that poem. Okay. Francis Scott Key. The words are from a poem that was written by Francis Scott Key in 1814. Okay. Now keep in mind this man owned slaves. And he was nominated by the DA for the District of Columbia by Andrew Jackson. Now he served in 18 from 1833 to 1841. Now he owned slaves in 1800. Okay. And as the DA, he suppressed abolitionists. Okay. He was also a leader of the American Colonization Society where he sent free slaves to Africa. Now he freed, he freed, he freed some of his slaves and they say he paid one ex slave as his farm foreman to supervise his other slaves. So he pulled the, the, the three trick Miley on you. Then they say he criticized, he publicly criticized slavery and gave free legal representation to some slaves seeking freedom. But he also represented owners of runaway slaves. And at the time of his death, he owned eight slaves. Now, mind you, Francis Scott Key, y'all don't know who this is. That's who wrote the poem that was based on the Star Spangled Banner. So that, that thing that Jill Scott, Jill Scott was just letting you know, hey, this is home of the slave. You see what I'm saying? My ancestors built this. Everybody else just came and received the benefits. That's just history. That's just American history. All right, get over it. Anyway, American flags, blue lives matter flags all over. So you know to get down. What was surprising to me was in that environment in what they call America's heartland. When people used to say, oh, the heartland. When you used to watch that commercial, y'all remember that commercial, the heartland? Let's shout out to the heartland. Let's look up the Ford heart, Ford heartland. Let me see if I can find it. Ford heart, this is heart like a truck, heartland. That's that's America. You know, a lot of times I had I had to come back to snap into reality. Heartland Ford. I had to snap in reality, right? And I had to sit back today. And I was just thinking about, you know, the overly stressful IT shit that I do working remote. Then I said, you know, this ain't no damn work. This ain't no damn work. The farmers, when I was driving through all them little hick towns and looking at all them farms and seeing them cows and seeing them horses. I said, you know what? That's real work. We don't do no damn work. This ain't no fucking work. This is dealing with a whole bunch of toddlers with their little broken, broken issues. But that's, 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 you know, real, real work, man, is out there serving people. Real work is out there farming and supplying America. See, we, we look down on the farmers. The farmers don't, the farmers don't get enough damn credit. The farmers don't give enough damn credit. Shout out to Bill Gates of hell, buying up all that land. See, this, this, the, this used to be the farm. We used to hear this as kids. 
This this is what we used to hear as kids. We see this all the time. We used to hear this all the time. I was strong as I could be. We used to hear this all the time when we was kids. And every one of them demands something different from their Chevy truck. But they the Chevy truck. The same thing. Like a rock. The most dependable, longest lasting trucks on the road. Like a rock. <laughs> he had to do the. He had to do the. Hold on. I wonder, Was this the same dude that did this? Hold on. I bet y'all. I, was this the same dude that did this, man? Was this the same? I was it. Did, did, did like a rock do this, or was he too old? Was he the same person that did this song? And it sounded like he had some jack, he had some whiskey in his. Was this the same guy? I don't know who. I don't. No, that wasn't him. No, that wasn't him. Hold on! No, they, yeah, they, they, no, that was it. <laughs> Hold on, let's go back. Was that? No, nah, that wasn't the same person. That wasn't the same person. Let me see. Nothing ever got to me. And every one of them demands something different from their Chevy truck, but they all want the same thing. No, that ain't him. That. <laughs> We used to watch this shit all the time as kids. But anyway, like, what was surprising to me was, um, surprisingly, you know, I mean, they were real hospitable. It was, you know, I heard a lot of different accents from there and stuff like that. So I wasn't really exactly sure. But like I say, we were, what, 40, like 10 miles away from Northern, literally about 10 miles away from, uh, um, From northern uh, Illinois. And uh, about an hour and a half away from Milwaukee. So how far is that from Chicago? I'm just curious. Yeah, about two hours from Chicago. Two hours from Chicago. So, um... Like I say, American flags everywhere, blue lives matter. Um, if I had to, like I said, if I had to, if I had to guess, it would have been very, very right wing, very conservative in that town. If if I had to guess, but but I seen a couple of different black folks, and I wanted to ask. They had this uh, this uh, mixed lady working at the motel. You know, what I'm saying I want to ask her, is there a lot of black people in this town? But you know, I ain't, you know, I was thinking about it. I was thinking about asking him, but I got this brochure. This this tells a lot about the city. See, the average nigga, he gets goals and gets, hey man, let me just get a, you know, me, I kind of dig in. I dig into stuff, okay? Now, I'm a man of inquiry, okay? And I can get information without actually 
asking people a bunch of questions. And you know what I did when I walked into the hotel, when I kind of peeped the center, walked in a couple different times and stuff, you know, woke up, ate their breakfast, which was some very, very, you know, I like, man, black folk, we like our, we like our eggs a little, not burnt, but you know, them, them eggs was real. They weren't runny, but they was just like, I don't know. Anyway, they weren't runny, but they were like, just real yellow. Like I, I like mine to have a little bit of crisp in it. But I'm looking at this thing right here and it says source. It just says source. The 2022, 2023 Green County and Lafayette County, Wisconsin. It just says source. It don't say nothing. It just shows like a little moth right here. And on the first page, you got a website called MonroeTruck.com. Searching for a awarding career, Monroe Truck Equipment wants you. Okay. Then it shows a Viceroy Butterfly. Yeah, nigga, I used to want to be an entomologist. And then it shows Highland Community College, 70 certificate degree programs available. And as you know, Wisconsin is a cheese capital. So there are some very notable things. Okay. Now, here's something else that I want to look at. And I didn't really look at this and go on the website because I, I brought my laptop, but I didn't really look at nothing. Okay. There's a place called New Glarus. And I said, okay, is this Scandinavian? What is New Glarus? It's a village. It's a village. Where is New Glarus from Monroe? All right. Where is New Glarus from Monroe, Wisconsin? It must be very close. Okay, so it's about 20 miles. It's, it's, it's 20 miles north of New Glarus. So how far is that away? Okay, so that's kind of a little bit on the way from Madison. So New Glarus, it says shop local, shop New Glarus. Now I want to read something that, that, that I really start thinking about Dr. Claude Anderson a lot when, when, when I seen this, when I was reading through this. I look at things and I see my little tinfoil koofy goes on. My spidey sense raises up. Shop local, shop New Glarus. Visit New Glarus for an easy downtown experience, beautiful buildings, art, flowers, many shops and restaurants. Discover women's clothing, accessories, home decor, garden supplies, imports, jewelry, toys, vintage finds. Restaurants with indoor and outdoor dining offer everything from classic Swiss cuisine to burgers and pub food, Mexican pastries, pizza, vegetarian, vegan choices. Now, what I'm going to read, I want every black person within the sound of my voice to really think what about what I'm about to say here. Keeping your money in the community means more jobs, less impact on the environment and better customer service. Why would you why wouldn't you shop local? <laughs> Bars, nigga. You're not going to hear a bunch of plebiscite babble when you listen to this program. So right when I seen this little ad that they had where it says new Glarus, 
The first thing I did is I noticed that there was a flag. It looked like the Red Cross flag and some of the artwork or not the artwork, but it looked like it was a hotel or something. It looked like it was European. It looked like it was from somewhere. I didn't know exactly where. Let's see if my Spidey sense comes along because I see something that says Gruzi. G-U-R-E-Z-I. What does that mean? Gruzi. Switzerland, German. So they're keeping, they're keeping their culture intact. They're saying, hey, look, it means hello. Gruzi or Gruzi means hello. Switzerland, Swiss Confederation, landlocked country located on the confluence of Western Central and Southern Europe. Let me see if we get some music going here. So this is the anthem right here. This is their anthem. This is the Swiss song. All right. Now. Now you. The average person wouldn't really think too deep of this. They just look at this brochure and be like, eh, whatever. I'm a thinking Negro. I'm not a Popeye chicken Negro. Hood rats. They love the Hellcats. I'm not, I'm not one of them type of niggas. I don't want no damn Hellcat. Now, the thing about it is, is, you know, when you really look at that, 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 that showed me something. Right when I opened this page, that's the first thing. I thought about Dr. Claude Anderson. I thought about keeping your money rotating around your community and things of that nature. Then I seen a bank that said the Bank of New Glarus. Okay. Then I seen something that said market pandemic changes, real estate market for urban rural communities. So I, I, I'm kind of looking at this and this is what shout out. This is what I seen the most of. This is something that, that was interesting more than anything. I thought about that, that town and I thought about how they kind of keep their money in the community. You would think the people ain't really making no bank in these towns. But when you really look at Tulsa and you look at Rosewood and you look at all of these different places, you you think about all of these different places where black folks were pretty much breaking things down and making sure that they had everything they needed within their community. So right here, I see opportunities. A local student is pictured here at Precision Drive and Control, partaking in a youth apprenticeship, getting an inside look at career opportunities for the future. See how they looking out for their people? This little small town. Now, wild niggas is hood rats. They literally hellcats. They up there making cheese and doing apprenticeships. That's what they doing. It says here. By Alyssa Vandra. Opportunities to work in manufacturing are expanding locally and with a limited pool of workforce candidates. There have been some recent wage raises to help fill positions to keep them filled. According to some locals with inside knowledge about the sector, quote. 
we are at a historically low unemployment rate in Greene County, and at the same time, there is a huge need for employees, said Cara Carper, the student occupation and academic readiness coordinator for the school district of Monroe, who was formerly the Greene County Development Corporation's executive director. Green County's unemployment rate was at 1.4% in November 2021, down from 3.25% in 2016 and 4.8 81 in 2020. So in 2020, it was roughly close to 5%. Now it's down to 1.4. So in so many words, if you down there, there's a job for you. According to the Southwest Wisconsin Workforce Development Board Economy Overview, manufacturing is very broad with opportunities in realms ranging from welding to assembly to food production and more, Carper said. Considering that we, quote, we won't have enough people to fill the slots that we have, some businesses have started implementing more automated technology to assist their workforce. What did I say about automation? Well, let's go and look it up. Yeah, I'm just not a nigga that's traveling around looking for Jordans and shoes, nigga. No. No. I warned you Negroes about this long time ago. October 27, the insider. Artificial intelligence is slated to disrupt what? 4.5 million jobs for African-Americans who have a 10% greater likelihood of automation-based jobs lost in other workers. Automation and AI will disrupt, meaning kill or replace with low-paying 4.5 million jobs held by black folks by 2030. African-American workers, I hate that fucking name, African-American workers are at a 10% higher risk to losing their jobs from automation than the general population. Black men without a college degree are particularly vulnerable to jobs while black women will fare better than even general white and Asian populations. Black women will fare better than even general white and Asian populations. That's Caparera. That's big Caparera. Because as you can see, remember I did my last program where I talked about the sister and we're going to get into that in a moment. I talked about the sister that move from Brooklyn Park to find bullet holes down there on Nicollet Avenue. Is she faring better? Where's her husband at? Where's her three to four bedroom house? See? So I don't know where they're getting that at. Maybe somewhere in Atlanta or somewhere not here. Colony Brand is one is one company with a local presence that has operations in food manufacturing and has invested in automation in recent history, according to John Indra, human resource manager. While some of Colony Brand's work is still done largely by hand, such as decorating and personalizing baked goods, the automation for other roles was to keep up with our growth in sales. Quote, that goes hand in hand with being able to find people, which has become a struggle considering the low unemployment rates of the present day. Indra added with new technologies being implemented in the manufacturing. There are also different positions being created within the field, such as those revolving around programming and operating robots. Remember I told y'all you're going to have to operate the robots. Who is going to be behind the robots? There's so much opportunity to work in the industry. 
At Colony Brands alone, as of the end of March, there were full-time positions available locally for roles ranging from supervisor to line lead, machine operator, baker, decorator, line worker, forklift operator, and sanitation workers. Simply put, we do a lot of manufacturing in Greene County, said Carper. And since there are so many positions available compared to the number of people actively seeking work in the realm, she noted, there are businesses that will help employees acquire the skills they need to take on the positions they have become available. Damn it. We need to build Tulsa. Am I getting emotional? This, this, this is, this is the Negro. I'm giving y'all the Negro's Digest, not the Reader's Digest. This is the Negro's Digest. I'm still thinking about creating a, a, a newsletter called the Negro's Digest. Well, DP, don't use the word Negro. You might make people feel mad. The Negro's Digest. If you can have Hellcats, they love the Hellcats. If you can have that, nigga, I can have the Negro's Digest. Monroe goes global with Swiss firm's acquisition. In its six decade based here, Monroe truck equipment has endured a number of changes as it continued its growth this year, including being purchased by a Swiss based company that plans to help it improve market share and reach. Founded in 1958, Monroe Truck Equipment is a leading manufacturer, upfitter, and distributor of truck and trailer equipment for the uh, municipal and commercial markets, including a strong snow and ice product business. With annual revenues of $270 million, the addition of Monroe Truck Equipment was intended to straighten parent A.B. Smith's market position to company uh, officials. With a combined revenue base of around eight hundred and fifty million, I told y'all they was playing around with billion dollar shit. This ain't no, this ain't no back alley damn town and ain't doing nothing. I knew that just by driving in. How did I know that? How does some city slick ass nigga from South Minneapolis know that? How? I can look at the town. I'm looking how many how many churches they got. They got a million. They got sixty damn churches around here. How many churches they got? Oh, they got a Walmart. Okay, check. How many high schools they got? They said they got about one high school. I check the climate when I go in town, Jack. I want to know the economics. And not because I'm pocket watching. This ain't the you you if you came here. This ain't the Popeye Chicken Negro Spiritual uh, uh, Brigade. This is for the intellectual blacks. Yes, sir. Absolutely. You gonna come here and you gonna get some information. You gonna come here and get some information. Okay, let's go to this. We doing well. Now, speaking of that situation with the shooting down there that I covered in the last one, I'm, I want to play. I want. I want to tie that together a little bit. You were like, DP, this is a little random. No, it's not. What law is there say I got to like you? None. All right then. Don't you eat every day? Answer me when I talk to you. Don't you eat every day? Yeah. Nigga, as long as you in my house, you put a sir on the end of it when you talk to me. Yes, sir. You eat every day. Yes, sir. Got a roof over your head. Yes, sir. Got clothes on your back. Yes, sir. Why you think that is? Because of you. <laughs> Hell, I know it's because of me. But why do you think that is? 
Because you like me? Like you. I go out of here every morning. I bust my butt putting up with them crackers every day because I like you. Fair You're use, YouTube. Fair use. I ever saw. It's my job. It's my responsibility. A man is supposed to take care of his family. You live in my house, fill your belly with my food, put your behind on my bed because you're my son. Because I like you, because it's my duty to take care of you. I owe a responsibility to you. What law is there say I got to like you? Let that sink in. Let that sink in. Remember I played uh, Keem Ali. Now, you're going to hear some hood rat feminist class is probably going to say, oh, he, he's, he's trafficking and he's, man, these, these, these Sukiyanas and these sexy reds. And I'm, I'm not, I'm, it's not that I'm beating up on them, but I'm saying that's society of hood rats. The ideology now, the narrative is, is basically holes can just go out of orbit. Well, you might get kidnapped. You might get taken down to Mexico and butt fuck with a plunger. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like with a pimp, at least, you know, if, if you don't pay her, you about liable to get hit with the hit up with that 45. If they put him, let me tell you, if that pimp, if he got to mess up his perm, somebody going to die. <laughs> somebody going to die if he got to mess that perm up. So you'd have at least that order of protection. Now these girls, they, well, let's just get straight on the internet. So what they want, so what they've done is they misplaced the pimp. Man, pimping, pimping has been around for thousands of years. You, you, yeah, you, you not, you, yeah, you, you not just going to put black men as the black brutes and just say, well, okay, well, uh, we going to, we going to signify that man. Pimping has been around for hundreds of years, Pimp, man, pimping been around man since Sodom and Gomorrah, man. It, it sounds, hold on, man, hold on. Pimp, pimp has been around for some, for some years. We gotta, no, we, we, we gotta, we, we gotta, we gotta play some pimp music. We we gotta play. We gonna have to play. We gotta play some pimp music, man. What can we find? What can we find, man? What album was that? We, we, oh yeah. Oh, this was this was a classic album. This was a classic album, man. Y'all don't know about this. Pimpin's been around for forever. Okay, and so. With all the holes out of orbit, they basically like, well, I'll just pimp myself. I don't need no pimp. We don't need no pimp. That's the ideology. They said we don't need no man. Feminism. I'm gonna liberate my body. The patriarch or whatever. And then you end up like with the brick lady. Oh, we don't need no man. You know, she says, oh, you know, and she's talking about, oh, you seen that Somalian chick? 
the Somalian community, like, man, you could just hit her with that brick, like, Psh. I didn't really cover that. I, I would have covered that some weeks ago if I would have been on my job, like I should have been. She running around doing little fake scams and stuff like that. They hit her. They Well, she said she got hit with a brick. No police report, no nothing. Got the GoFundMe and everything. And you had people just Xing her out. You you had people Xing her out. Hold on. Hold on, Lizzie. Yeah, because y'all might. I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that scam, that scam didn't, that scam didn't last long. That scam didn't last long. That scam did not last long. So this woman goes to a club one night, and a strange guy comes up to her and asks for her number. And she says no, she's not interested. And he gets mad and retaliates with a brick to the head. And then the guy runs and he gets in a car and drives away, and she immediately films this video. And it hit me in my face and I would've given her my number. What about it, all y'all just watch. What do you want? Y'all see that? What do you want? Y'all see that? What do you want? y'all do? I want y'all to be a man. Right, there were other men around who didn't help her and yeah, she's mad. So then she goes to the hospital and makes a second video. Literally a man asked me for my number. I said no and he, he picked up a brick and all these is watching and nobody does nothing. So she posts these videos to her TikTok and they blow up because it's a crazy story. Now you would assume that everyone would unanimously agree that what happened to her was bad, but that's not the time for living it. Dudes were coming out of the woodwork like cockroaches to justify this. There are two sides to every story. What if she deserved it? Is the brick okay? And then these people start combing through her social media and start bringing up her old videos. More videos are coming out about that chick. I'm gonna let y'all do what y'all I want with that information. And they start honing in on this old video from 2022 where she like slaps a dude. But the video was just a skit, like a skit that she posted. And they're bringing up like old videos of her twerking. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. And like I say, she should have found her a top notch. She should have found a top notch, uh, a top notch nigga, man. And I gotta sound like Sweet Jones now. She should have found a top notch nigga, man, to take care of. She didn't wanna do that. She basically said black men ain't shit. So she needs to call up the LGBT on that. No, I'm not gonna show you the twerking because some platforms don't allow twerk. Yeah, yeah. She she was up there twerking, talking about old white men need uh, need to pay reparations or whatever. She's not even eligible for reparations. She's not even eligible for reparations. You ain't from you ain't from the same place my grandmama from, man. No, ma'am. Remember, remember you said black men ain't shit. Remember that. See, we we can't come out and help you. We can't do that. I had to talk to some of my Somali folks. I said, hey, brother, what you think about that? He said, you know what they told me? They said, look here, man. And she's Somalian. They said, look here, man. She said she want to try that in Somalia. <laughs> she want to try that in Somalia. My homie, from Somalia, my homie from Somalia told me, he said, man, she want to try that shit in Somalia. Wouldn't have happened. <laughs> Wouldn't have happened. She said that she said she wanted we gotta play keep playing this pimping. She said she wanted she wouldn't have tried that in Somalia. She 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 knows. Fair use YouTube, fair use. Fair use YouTube. I'm trying to find that M that MJG man. Which which one of them MJG albums? It wasn't the 
What was the What was the MJG album? What was the MJG album, y'all? This man just hit me in my face with a freaking party. And they don't give a Acting like somebody did her something when no one touched her at all. She literally already had her face like that, wore a mask, and then took it off right before filming this video. And later on, we'll get into the account from the nurse who claimed that she put that stuff in her own face and had it drained at a clinic. But she snatched the mask off and then ran over in front of some guy, acting like somebody did something to her. Immediately, the men who are supposed to be Somali men are just standing around like, what do you want me to do? To see what they tried to do is, the hood rat feminists, feminists, basically try to say, oh, this is black men. This is black men, black men. No, no, no. No, no, no. Ain't got nothing to do with us. That's her fault. Remember, because she doesn't want to identify as a black. She's, oh, you black men and all this kind of stuff. No, you remember what you told men. You told men you don't want men to protect you. You need to let the LGBT protect you. And people from your homeland actually think you should have got that brick to the face. Because you know you couldn't have did that back home. You couldn't have done that back home because you know what you could have. You already know. She knows that she couldn't have did that back at the crib. They probably would have killed her for some shit like that. Listen to this. Direct. Now, I seen somebody posted this. Shout out to Great Black Shark. Uh, that posted this here on Twitter saying for those that think DEWs, direct energy weapons, are not a military use. Now, one thing I like about Twitter versus Instagram, now it says laser weapon system laws, LAWS, operational demonstration aboard the float. Damn, this is, I am the captain now type stuff. The float forward staging base interim, USS Ponce, November. This is 2014. This is 2014. Let me see if I can get some get some good audio here. And this is like a this is like some kind of a a laser system, man. This is crazy. This is like some kind of laser system. It, it has no ammunition. It's like a laser. It's crazy. I, this thing at least got to cost at least a million bucks. So they showed right now they're lowering a boat, and they're putting it in the water. Destroy ordnance mounted aboard target systems. So now the guy that brought the boat out is coming back out of danger. And they got some uh, some white guy sitting up there. It's his camera mode, fine focus. And they got like, it looks like a little Xbox controller. And now, this is crazy. Yeah, this is this is a laser. Oh my whoa. This is this is a laser. So they could do this to people. That is nuts. You should see the hole on that steel from a laser. The evil the men make. 
Now they got another little boat. Mm. Makes you wonder. It makes you really, really wonder. Do, do y'all remember? Now I'm putting the 10 4 Kufi. I'm putting like the quadruple uh, vibranium. I'm, I'm doing the Wakanda Forever shit now. I'm putting the, the 10 4 Wakanda Forever Kufi on. Do y'all remember when Dick Gregory was saying that Mike Jack got killed by a laser? A lot of people just think like Dick Gregory was a quack. Sometimes he'd be saying stuff where you'd be like, eh. But and maybe kind of think about that for a minute, man. I'm saying when 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 he said that and we look at how much money, I mean, Mike owned half of Sony at one point. You know, they were like, okay, you got to go. Like, I, it never set well with me about what happened to Prince and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It just doesn't add up. All of a sudden, nigga, now you got your masters and then they find you. It just, it just don't add up. But, uh, you know. But this right here is real. I'm looking at this damn laser. This, they didn't, this ain't cap. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody just making this up. This is a real military weapon. This is a real military weapon. Dazzle and destroy unmanned aerial vehicle. What is this? So now they, they're they putting another vehicle, unmanned aerial vehicle, look like a drone, and they're going to shoot that out of, the, out of the air with the laser. He got the Xbox controller now. So now he's shooting it. Yeah, he just shot the damn thing right out of the air. Crazy. So... I don't know. I, I'm just saying, bro. Like, they got some crazy stuff, man. And it don't mean nothing good. Here goes another brother that's, that's kind of breaking. We got to play. Hold on. Play, play you some pimping, man. Play you some pimping. What 8-Ball and MJG album was that? I'm trying to remember what 8-Ball and MJG album was that. I know it was an 8-Ball and MJG album. Let's go to Amazon, y'all. I got to find it. I, I got to hear that instrumental. We got to find it. Y'all getting a little history lesson, too. Was it on top of the world? Damn, somebody... Selling an autograph, eight ball and MJG on top of the world for two hundred and ten bucks, and another autograph one for two hundred forty for uh, Living Legends. Damn. Eight ball and MJG. Yeah, man, it was it was one of those. Was it the uh, was it no? It wasn't no war glory, was it? It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't no more glory. Well, we won't worry about that piece. Yeah, but her her little hustle, 
her little hustle did not last very long. Now, now, did y'all hear about this? Did y'all hear about this? I don't give a fuck if you're 100 years old. You ain't never beef with a motherfucker the way this elephant beef with this woman right here. This elephant beef with this bitch worse than any beef known to mankind, animal kind. Nowhere in the animal kingdom has it been a beef between a human and an animal like this. So apparently this bitch, this 70-year-old bitch was a poacher. She goes in the woods and shit and she like to kill elephants and sell them and shit. But on this particular time, she killed the wrong elephant baby. Yeah, that elephant. She go kill this motherfucker baby. And leave. Take the little baby, try to go sell it, whatever they do. This motherfucker got her sent. Trapped her all the way back to a little village. Went, a, went in a little dirty ass hut. Trampled the fuck out of her. Killed her. Stomped on her. Switched all around with his trunk and shit. Killed the bitch. Ran back in the woods. Village people done, they done got her shit. They about to have her a funeral. This motherfucking elephant done found out she's having a funeral. This motherfucker goes back to the funeral, go in the funeral home, open the casket, and trample the bitch again. Damn. Now, now that's beef. I'm watching the funeral. The, the elephant's going in the funeral. Turn it up. I don't give a fuck if you're 100 years old. <sighs> Ain't playing. I, I don't know what to say. Yeah, I, I I don't know what to say, bro. I I really don't know what to say. This is an old beat. I'm about to play this. Fam, we be like, damn, you still in my beats, fam? I'm gonna play this in a minute if I can remember it. I was listening to something that uh the black media posted that that that, that Tariq had posted about talking about. I looked at some of these. I looked at some of these uh, the Dogo Cubano which was a, a dog and they basically it was introduced to Cuba to capture runaway slaves and then they brought it to the south they brought it to the south for black folks Used as slave retrievers by the British during the Second Maroon War. Mm. 1795 to 1796. That was in Jamaica. So they were using these dogs in Jamaica. And niggas in Jamaica. Brothers in Jamaica. Maroons. Because remember there's, there's Maroons. The Seminole Maroons in Florida. There was, there was Maroons in Jamaica. I believe there was Maroons in Haiti. Black folks was tearing shit up. Yeah. So they, they, man, they use these dogs, man. They use these dogs to attack black folks. I don't think they're around anymore. But I thought that was very interesting. I thought that was very interesting.
I'm also seeing another video that, that I guess that I get seen posted. Now this was. Hold on, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, what do we got here? There's another. We're, we're going through all the old stuff yet, right? Now, this is okay. This is interesting. Well, tell me what you guys think about this. White man had action, the black man had faith. He gave us faith. You believe in a man in the sky to come that never will, and then you believe in a man on the ground that wants to put you in the ground. And all the while, he was taking action. You praying all this bullshit that you know what I mean broke Muslims is you going to church on Sunday you ain't getting a dollar and a white man is building empires because he's taking action and you're waiting for faith but they tell you faith without work is what dead right you so now when we work. go from faith and we say okay Apply I'm not the work to the faith yeah but now forget faith I'm not asking God for shit God already gave me what He was supposed to supposed give, to give me. me a He gave me neuromelanin, breath, organs and limbs that work so hey I'm not praying anymore. To God. I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray it. to myself. I'm going to say, okay, body. Okay, left foot. Okay, I'm praying to my left foot. I'm praying to my right foot. I'm praying to my left hand. I'm praying to my right hand. I'm praying to my elbows. I'm praying to my shoulders. I'm, and I'm moving. And I'm like, okay, now let's take action, buddy. Right? This is the kingdom that I have. This is the army that God has given me. Thank you. I'm grateful. Right? I have gratitude for receiving this blessing of life. Now I'm going to take action with the life that God gave me. I'm going to amplify. You know, I'm trying to find that article. Let me see if I can find that article. Titan going to love this one. There was an article that I sent him. Where is this at? Let me see if I can find this article. Mm, I, I don't know. But it, it was some Negro down in Louisiana or somewhere. It was in Baton Rouge where he was talking about. Matter of fact, you know what? I, I, I got to do it. I'm going to segue real quick. I got to do it because it, this, this disgusted me. Let's get our, let's get our trap music going. It was some Negro down in Baton Rouge. And he basically said he's going to stay in his church until the violence goes down. Yeah, he yeah, this nigga. This Negro, Louisiana pastor 68 has locked himself in a prayer room for months and refused to come out until the crime levels in Baton Rouge goes down. The white, the white paint. 68. Taking action by attempting to draw people to the holy building to seek prayer and receive holy oil. Now he acquired the building for the church in 94. In 94, he locked himself in a prayer room for almost eight months. Now, people may think, well, this is a notable thing. But I want to show you that where the act of cowardice is. I want y'all to understand something, all right? I'm gonna break this down. I'm gonna break this down. Now, this Negro 
Now, this is from July 20th. So he locked himself. Let me let me play the audio and see if it's still there. Let me play it. And I'm going to tell you the reason why I brought this up. You've got the look. Damn it. I hate it when it does that. Okay, skip it. I don't Good evening, dear friends. Greg Merriweather here with Elizabeth Bow. One local pastor, get this, has locked himself inside a prayer room and says he refuses to come out until crime in Baton Rouge gets better. The same pastor originally opened the prayer room in the 90s when crime and drugs were bad then. Now he's hoping for another miracle. Here's Chris Rosado with his story. So crime in the capital city has dominated the conversation around Baton Rouge and really since the pandemic. And this local pastor is hoping through the power of prayer, the city can be healed. It's impossible for someone to really be sincere about seeking God without drawing other men and women to pray. Since the beginning of May, Bishop Dwight Pate at Church Point Ministries in North Baton Rouge has locked himself away in this prayer room, praying to God to heal the city and bring crime down. The only place that it can be solved is the, the church, you know, and the teaching and the loving of, the, of God. Let me tell you about this old ass Negro. You go to his website, bishopdwightpate.com. Old Titan gonna love this one. Faith vision and obedience okay let's start on faith you don't have no faith in the youth nigga you know why because you're hiding when have you opened your doors to the church to teach some of the kids or some of the youth about financial violence no you tucked your turtle shell your cowabunga you tucked your ninja turtle dna donatello leonardo michelangelo raphael turtle shell and you tucked it in your church and basically said well i'm gonna wait till the violence goes down nigga baton rouge has been violent as hell and will always be violent as hell when have you ever brought some of these brothers and basically said look man these are some of the things we need to do to get with the city to do whatever the case may be what are the issues at hand because you've been sitting up in your church nigga and you ain't been doing nothing and on top of that, I'm looking at your website. Your website looks janky. Talking about then and now. Returning to the prayer house where it all began. A little shack at 700 Scenic Highway. So you found a scam to do. Started as a used car lot. Where you felt the call of God. You set up and preached to 50 empty chairs. Nigga, Dr. King was out there in the streets. Dr. King was out there demanding reparations. Dr. King was out there calling the white supremacists out. Dr. King was out there telling us, hey, man, I done integrated my people to a burning bush. Can I get a witness, nigga? A place of refuge, direction, and communion with a Holy Spirit. To date, he shut the prey three times in 94 for seven and a half months. Thousands of bottles of holy anointed oil. Nigga, that, that oil ain't anointed. Who are you to say the oil's anointed? You didn't anoint the oil. And in 2000, you stayed for five months to identify with the pain and suffering of the elderly. Then his last prayer vigil was in 2014. This is epitome of what the brother was saying just before that. Now, if you have your faith and you believe in whatever you believe in, I have my own personal beliefs. But what you basically saying is, hey, I'm going to circumvent the work and I'm just going to sit down and say, well, I want God to do all the work. That's what you're saying. So, nigga, you didn't do this in 94. Interesting. 
What happened in 1994? Oh, Jim Crow Joe's 94 crime bill. So he did that for 94 months. You sat down in your little turtle, your cowabunga, your cowabunga turtle shell for seven months. Then you turned around in 2000 and stayed in it for five months to identify with the pain and suffering. And then your last prayer vigil was in 2014 when you received 5,000 calls and didn't leave the church grounds for 11 and a half months. I tell you about a 25% of those 5,000 calls was a bunch of old failed sovereign sambo Negroes like this. It was during that time the Lord gave him the grace agreement. Okay, what's the grace agreement? Copyright. Listen to this. Copyright Bishop Dwight D. Pate, 1995. Nigga, you ain't supposed to be copyrighting nothing from the Lord. The grace agreement out of the house of bondage covenant. This nigga has 10 different agreements that he done made and he done copyrighted it. Worship, Bible study, and prayer by phone. 10 a.m. Sunday service. Baton Rouge and by phone. 12 p.m. weekdays. 8 p.m. Mondays, midnight. 7 p.m. National Prayer Line. 10 a.m. Saturday. Women who lead through prayer with Lady Sandra Pate. Holy anointed oil. Prayer request. Receive holy anointed oil. To receive your holy anointed oil, please provide your contact Man, this is a scam if it ain't. Okay, let's look at the nigga's Instagram. Let's look at the nigga's Instagram. Let's look at his Instagram. Swamp preacher, oil slinger, revivalist, and soul winner who's chasing a legacy of 16 million testimonies. Nigga, stop. No, I, I, you know why I don't respect this? I'm going to tell you why. Because when you saying, well, I want to hide from the youth. Well, I want to hide until the violence goes down. You want to hide. But the reason why you hiding is you probably, I, I, I guess I'm telling you, it ain't good. It's not good. There's nothing good about this shit. Nothing good about this dude, man. I'm not liking it. What is this? Somebody got some AI. Young Jeezy featuring Lil Wayne. World is mine. AI. Let me see this. 